we made it to episode seven i'm so excited <laughs> uh this is so cool the feedback i've been getting from everyone has been very positive thank you guys um what i keep hearing mostly is that everything i've been sharing and talking about on this journal has been something that people feel connected to and resonates with other people's lives and it's very reassuring to know that kind of thing thank you that's some really nice feedback makes a guy feel good for a minute if you are listening for the first time my name is hanafi kaka and you're listening to spoken this is an open heart podcast that is not really a podcast but simply the vocal journal of a sensitive modern man here we get to keep the heart open in a world where everything is moving so fast that there's little time to self reflect through all the distractions the mental noise the mean tweets and the fake news the mind and the heart need a space to breathe and grow in spirit and so that's what we do here we feel we reflect we connect welcome this being an open heart podcast steered by love i think it's about time that i shared my dating history i don't know if this is going to help anyone but uh i'm feeling like maybe there not enough love stories being told through the wire i don't know plus you know millennials most of our love stories are a bit complicated and complex and there's a lot of ego at play but i don't believe love and pride work work side by side and i don't know if my history is going to prove that but i'd like to be honest about some things as well so i'm going to open up my heart much wider than it has been for the last 6 episodes this 7th episode is about opening the heart wide and i'm going to begin by talking about my first experience yes Uh surprisingly I had my first relationship in class 3. That was the year 2000 and I was only 8 years old. My heart did not know what was happening to it at the time, but it was so damn exciting. <laughs> I fell in love with a transfer student from a nearby school. And they were very rowdy and carefree and like me and my stuck-up ass. just always wanted to do everything the right way i was always tucked in properly ironed high socks and neatly covered boots this new student on the other end was older and unpredictable <laughs> they also had an assured sense of self that just turned my attention to them like crazy we became friends over time like 2 weeks after they transferred We had mutual friends in common too out of school so it was easier to get along. Then one evening as other students were out on the 3 p.m. sports break before leaving school, I was in the classroom trying to catch up on homework because it would be difficult to get it done at home. See, in the struggle against poverty, my parents owned a video hall that was also part of our home. so it could get very noisy and difficult to focus especially during football matches and all that so i always had to do 
my homework at school. So there I was, being nerdy as other kids played outside. And this new student student comes out of nowhere, reeking of fresh sweat and dust. They just kiss me on the cheek and run back into the playground. <laughs> Butterflies! Mm-mm-mm. I think it's enough to say that I did not finish my homework. But that began a beautiful experience for me that I can only describe as pure puppy love. We spent so much time together, talking sweet nothings. <laughs> if you ask me about it today, I don't recall a detail of our conversations. Well, we were kids. I was eight. <laughs> Can't blame me. And um, it ended when they transferred to another school a few times later for reasons I do not know. But hey... Over 20 years later, the memory remains. That was something special. Fast forward to Shaka 2007. A happy and confident Form 2 student I am. My forces academy, Mombasa. My brain racing towards academia and my hormones running wild out of the fence. I fall in love again with a student from our own class. A rough, unpredictable backbencher. This is not an indicator of a pattern. Let's not get there yet. It's just number two. And um, who am I with my brave heart? I pretend to borrow a novel from them to read for the weekend. The Mayor of Casterbridge. A good book, by the way. The next week, I return the book with... um, a note inside, spilling the poetry in my heart like the garden Shakespearean fool I was. I'd expected a return of a similar design, but nope. This person went ahead and shared the note with everyone in the school. Not class, school. Like from one to from four. One, two, three streams each. <laughs> I became popular very fast. <laughs> I ended up becoming a joke and a subject of so much gossip. I'd pass by places and guys would whisper about my love note. I became afraid of love. I did not open my heart again until my first year in uni, circa 2011. Where am I? On TV. Mm-hmm. She's nice. Who is she? Uh, your girlfriend. Does she love me? Oh, worships you. What's she eating? Rolo, my favourite. It's my last one. Oh. But you can have it anyway. <laughs> Do you love anyone enough to give them your last Rolo? Soft, creamy toffee in a milk chocolate cup. Quick, draw a bunch of flowers. This one lasted a year. It was honestly the most intimate and most fulfilling story of my dating life. I was in the media studio of MKU, Thicker Campus, busy being a nerd as usual as banter went around the studio. I was retouching a photo on my computer, yeah, I know, when another student uh, just tapped me on the shoulder and said, wow. You can do that with people's photos. I give you mine, you edit for me as well. Sure. Why not? I don't mind. 
give me your number i will send it to you once i'm done cool so i took my time with the picture by the way and by the time it was ready for sharing it was towards the end of the day i sent it back with compliments and innocent flirtations and my oh my i did not even know i was igniting a flame that would keep on burning and kept us talking the whole of that night not like seriously the whole of that night and neither of us had classes the next day and we were chatting up until sunrise not a joke sunrise like dusk to dawn kind of chatting all night and for months we kept talking and getting closer we'd ditch our friends to spend more time together and sometimes we'd go to class after sex without showering in the morning just so we could feel each other's skins even as we stepped into different classes we didn't want to be separated but we still wanted to stay in touch if you know what i mean it was nasty but it was also goddamn hot when classes ended we would not spare a single minute apart Mm-mm-mm-mm. and this one lasted a year until the church started confusing one of us but we're still great friends to date welcome home buddy you and me we were made for love a lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave. I'm back. I'm back. To me. Yeah, I'm back. Then a friend linked me up with someone else in 2012. We met for a meal and a drink at Coconut Grill in Thika. This person was significantly older and lived an hour and a half out of town. I cannot give details about this relationship to preserve this person's privacy and because they are somewhat a public figure but we shared a beautiful four years of friendship and deep affection that had to end due to growing differences in the direction the relationship should have taken if you know what i mean there were certain things i wanted that i felt could never be given and were very essential to my happiness i withdrew but i remember everything with fondness until 2019 when the had opened again A friend had invited me to hang out with them in a certain evening context and as we were chilling this friend says hey I'm sorry I'd invited someone else to come hang out with me tonight and I'd forgotten about it I'd even forgotten to cancel it and they are on their way and I can't ask them to go back do you mind us chilling together I said no I'm easy 
And so it happened. The night went well. Food, booze, laughter, the usual. Until we we all had to share a single bed because our host had also just moved there and didn't have much for sleeping options. One thing leads to another and our host finds themselves excluded out of a makeout session shared only by the guests. Mm-mm-mm. It was awkward. But what the hell? Touch me here, I touch you there. Put your lips on me here, I put my lips on you there. Something gets hard and something else gets soft. And we realize we need to pull back. We can't do this with someone else in the bed. The next morning, we exchange numbers and we begin to keep in touch. That one lasted a year until some natural withdrawal began to happen. Then they had noticed another jewel shining on Instagram all the way from Uganda. Here's the thing though. A year before that, the jewel had said hi to me on Instagram DM. At the time, my mind wasn't in a space to receive. I just said hi back and a casual chat of a few messages ensued. I left it there. Then a year later, I'm bored and scrolling on Instagram Explore. I see a pretty shiny thing doing a selfie video with a cool Luganda song in the background. I know this face, I say to myself. So I say hi, looking good. I also like the song playing in the background. Do you mind sharing it with me as an audio? But it will still be sexier if you sang it too. And that's how I slid into the DM. That was the beginning of December 2019. In February 2020, we met and spent the most amazing few days together in this our Nairobi. Even after the jewel returned to Uganda, we kept in touch, allowing Cupid to move mountains. But Corona, man. Corona. A long-distance relationship is hard enough. Throw in a global pandemic and you have no chances of growth in that sector. We, we had to call it quits in September this year. I remember coming to my crib after spending a month with my family in Mombasa and I was greeted by this emptiness and silence in the house. I called up the jewel and said, hey love, I'm sorry, but I don't think I ever want to come home to an empty house ever again in my life. We've had a good run though, right? Luckily, they were on the same page and actually had already begun making shifts in their lives to get a love that was closer to them physically. It took a while to fully close the book, but it happened. I took a few months by myself until the heart was ready to open again. And it still is. So here we are doing spoken and following the rhythm. There have been a, v- a few events that confused the heart in the last one and a half months or two months but <laughs> oh, i'm back to sobriety emotionally i don't even know what came over me that's a story for another day because um life is still happening and we don't want to tell half stories at spoken we like to tell it as it is full picture half stories are so boring right mm-hmm.
Girl, you only need the light when it's burning low. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Only know you love her when you let her go. Only know you've been high when you're feeling low. Only hate the road when you're missing home. Only know you love her when you let her go. And you let her go. invited some friends on the cast and on the wire to i don't know contribute in their own sense based on this story and how it's turned out the story of my life if they have opinions they are meant to be honest i don't have to like them but i might take offense at some things i don't know it is what it is and it's not what it's not i've known kaka for about a year I think when he is in love, you can definitely see. Um, I think he shows it a lot uh, by the way he talks about the people in his life and how they make him feel. Um, I think his love history, um, like okay, from what I've uh, like talked with him, um, I think his love history uh, plays a lot into like how he looks for love uh, and of course that's um, like a lot of us um i think where it's heading i can't say i think uh, humans have to unlearn uh, a lot of different things um i think we all have uh, little things which we hold on to from like our childhood or maybe from our first relationship uh, or our first example of what love in a relationship is and it's important that we try to learn what is good for for you what can, what's love for you and um, I think for, for Kaka that's the only probably the, the only thing as a friend I would say is um, yeah love on your own terms but also try and find people who will love you the way you want to be loved um hanafi hanafi um what do i say well uh, i've been around for most of your relationships i've seen how they've started how they've ended and um i think you're just an authentic genuine soul you give a lot in relationships and um you never have ass it you know when you're in a relationship you just give it your all you're in yeah, and uh, that is something that is quite admirable. Well, um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't know how to handle that. Um, so you found yourself in situations where you've been taken advantage of, um, or people just tend to become prideful and entitled when they're given so much. So I think um, it takes a special soul to receive gracefully, I guess. And that's the kind of person I guess you need. Huh? So it takes a special soul to just have you in your life. And I think, um, I, I hope that you get that someday. Yeah? It's really my prayer for you, and uh, I know that you will. Hanafi is the kind of person who does not shy away from his feelings. He expresses it, he gives it all. It is 
truth, he gives you the truth. If it's love, he loves unconditionally. If it's honesty, you know, if it's friendship, everything that, you know, makes love, love, you know, forgiveness, truth, friendship, companion, like he's, like I, 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 he's just the, the guy that we, we all desire to have, you know. So, man, there's so much that he has to give when it comes to love, when it comes to relationships. And I, I'd say for anyone who has, with Kanafli, you know, everything that, that is good, everything that is good, you get to experience it with Hanafi. So yeah, I, Hanafi is just love itself, you know. I don't think there's anything else I could say other than Hanafi is love itself. Yeah, so the person who gets to be with Hanafi shouldn't take Hanafi for granted because you don't get, life doesn't give you, as much as it does give you a second chances, but it it doesn't come the way it was previously, you know. So when you have Hanafi, you know, just hold on to him, you know. It is a rare kind of an individual. So experience Hanafi for the longest time you'll have him. Experience him. He's an experience. The ancient Greeks had four words for love. The first is philia. Philia is affection that grows from friendship. Next, there's storge. The kind you have for a grandparent or a brother. Third, there's Eros, the uncontrollable urge to say, I love you. The fourth kind of love is different. It's the most admirable. It's called agape. Love has an action. It takes courage, sacrifice, strength. For 175 years, we've been helping people act on their love so they can look back or look ahead and say, we got it right. We did good.